Hey guys, I'm Tamara Melton. And I'm Deanna Bellany. We are the co-founders of Diversify Dietetics, a nonprofit community dedicated to increasing the racial and ethnic diversity in the field of nutrition and dietetics. Welcome to Feed Me the Facts. Hey everyone, um, I know it's a little late to be saying Happy New Year, but it's our first episode of 2019, so I think it's allowed. Happy New Year. Um, Tamara and I are so excited for 2019. It's the year Diversified Dietetics gets to celebrate its first birthday, which is really exciting. Um, But beyond that, we had a really great planning meeting before the end of last year, and we're just really excited to keep growing, um, bringing new ideas to the table, providing resources um, that we truly believe will shift the status quo in our field. So Please stay tuned to our newsletter, to our Instagram, um, of course, to this podcast. Keep the conversations going on Facebook. Our spring meetups are coming up as well, so very excited. Stay plugged into those. Um, It's going to be a good year, so to kick it off. At the very beginning of Diversify Dietetics, the origin, so to speak, we put out a survey. It's still on our website. You can access it. You can fill it out. We would love to hear your input, but the purpose of it Um, was to assess the needs and the wants of this community. So what resources were needed, what topics would be useful. Um, We really wanted to hear perspectives that people of color wanted to give as a nutrition professional or student, educator, internship director, just someone interested in nutrition. So through that, as well as through the powers of Instagram, which you know we believe very strongly in, um, we got to know Trinique. So Trinique Stallings, who I spoke with for today's episode, brought up um, a great topic idea of having a sort of identity crisis while she was on her dietetic career path and kind of overcoming those feelings and what came with that. And I think it's a really interesting topic um, that many can relate to at any stage, but especially now at the beginning of the year when people are really being introspective and reflecting on who they are. Um, where they see themselves, their goals, their career trajectory, and thinking about, is this path that I'm on where I really see myself? So we would advocate for, yes, this is an amazing field to be a part of, but Trinique gave her personal insights that were really interesting. Um, So let's just go ahead and jump into the conversation with her. Welcome to Feed Me the Facts. It's Deanna here, and I am here with Trinique Stallings. Um, She is a registered dietitian living and working in Philadelphia. She attended LaSalle University for undergrad and their coordinated dietetics program. She now works in a long-term care facility in a drug rehabilitation center and is currently pursuing her IBCLC with hopes of working in maternal health. Trinique, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Awesome. So um, we are talking about a really interesting um, subject and we'll get into that kind of around um, identity crisis within the field of dietetics. But um, first, let's get to know you a little bit. What got you interested in the field of nutrition and dietetics? Um, And tell us a little bit about the route you took to become a dietitian. Yeah, so um, in high school, I was in a program where I got to go through different rotations um, at a hospital. Um, As I always knew I wanted to work in healthcare, but what exactly I wanted to do, I wasn't 100% sure of. Um, So there I got to shadow nurses, doctors, and I learned quickly that I didn't really want to be either one of those. Um, So I also got the chance to shadow um, the registered dietitians there. And I just thought it was 
um, amazing that they were using food to treat illnesses. Um, so I, I knew from the jump that I wanted to study that in college. And then from college, my love for it just grew. Awesome. So you um, got your undergrad degree at LaSalle. And then did you know that you wanted to do a coordinated program? Did you look at a couple different options? What made you um, stay there? Yeah, uh, so I thought the coordinator program would be my best bet because um, at LaSalle, you know, they have it where you can do it during your senior year. So I just thought that would be saving me time and money. Um, so I, I always just, that was my main goal. Yeah, that's awesome and definitely saves some time. Um, so I read, I remember reading your survey that you filled out, um, our RDN survey, where you kind of told us a little bit about yourself. I think that's when we kind of get to, got to meet you and um, check out your Instagram pages. And I remember reading, um, and it really stood out to me because you shared with us that for a while you felt like you weren't meant to be an RD. Um, tell me a little bit about that. What point did you begin to feel that way? And like, what, what happened that sparked those feelings? Um, it was actually after the internship, after I graduated and everything. Interesting. Um, and I, so I graduated, I got done my internship in June, July of 2016. Mm -hmm. um, and then I didn't get a job interview until December of 2016. So it was just that time period when I was kind of full of like self-doubt and feelings of being lost because up until that point, I always had a plan to go by. Like, high school, I knew I wanted to follow, uh, study nutrition. College, I was doing that. Applied to the coordinator program, I was doing that. Finished my internship and graduated, and then it's like, what am I doing now? Yeah. Um, so I was just, I don't know, I was kind of all over the place. Um, and everything was just so up in the air that I just kind of started to doubt myself myself as to why you know I wasn't getting called in for interviews and you know all this other stuff yeah I think it's a really interesting feeling um, especially in our field when you're a, a dietitian or already to be of color and it's like the feeling of post-graduation when you're trying to find a job that's always frustrating like mm -hmm. you're going through putting all these resumes together and these cover letters and you're doing all this yeah. work and you never hear back sometimes from people and it's just like what am I doing wrong um, yeah and then you yeah. start to wonder like if it is like what my name is mm -hmm. it, you know stuff like that so I know those things yeah just that's a really good point um, because, you know, of a person of color, like you, yeah, you start to think like, is it, do they, can they tell that, you know, is that something that they don't want? Is that where, why it's, it's becoming a challenge for me to get a job? And then I guess maybe talk to the point, because I remember you mentioned something about kind of looking around and seeing people, um, people around you that kind of fit this quote unquote stereotype of a dietitian. What was that? What was that feeling like for you? Yeah. So just, um, I guess mainly the people who I was in my internship with. I I felt like they were just getting jobs like left and right and I was the only black girl in the in the program so um that obviously set me apart from them mm -hmm. um so I mean yeah it was just it's like oh well these people are are seem to be okay and I'm not so like what's going on you know yeah, that's really interesting. And I know as sad as it is, like there's research out there that shows, you know, they they 
put different resumes in front of people and they like take the name out um, yeah. and back in and, and they kind of see that people have a bias towards um, different names that maybe they don't recognize. So I think it's definitely like warranted to kind of have your mind go that direction. Yeah, definitely. And it's so depressing. <laughs> yeah. It really gets depressing, you know, because it's something you can't change about yourself. Um, yeah. Um, so were there people like when you were starting to feel this way that you confided in? Not really, like outside of like people who are personally close to me. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like something I underutilized um, as a new RG um, was networking. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if I had opened up to people that I knew, um, like from school, like people who are in professionals, um, I feel like if I had confided in them, it would have made this easier for me. Yeah. That's a really good point. Um, did you feel like you had, I guess, good people surround, that surrounded you during your internship or in school that you might have been able to lean on? Yeah, um, definitely, just, you know, confidence boosting. Yeah. Um, and, you know, trying to keep me positive and things like that. But um, I, I have a tendency to get really, like, stuck in my head at times. <laughs> but even with those people around me, it can still be hard. That's good. So... Um, what steps did you take or are you currently taking? Cause I could definitely see, you know, we all have our own insecurities that we keep battling with. What did, what do you do or what did you do to kind of get to a point where you felt more comfortable or felt kind of more like you belong? Um, so one thing that really helps is going to like conferences and stuff. Yeah. I find that it's really like confidence boosting and, um, you kind of just remember like why you got started doing this stuff because, um, you're surrounded by people who are in your field and you're learning all this information that you pretty much already know, but it's a refresher. Um, so definitely going to conferences. I went to Fancy last year in Chicago and it was like amazing. Yeah. Um, I didn't go this year, but I'm, I'm looking forward to next year. Which will be in your hometown. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's exciting. Yeah. So what was it, I guess, specifically about going to the conference? Like what was your favorite part of it that kind of um, lifted your spirits or kind of made you feel differently? One thing is just being in a room and like hearing information and you're like, oh, I know this information. Mm -hmm. like, I know this. Because um, I remember that's something from my internship where I was so nervous, you know, about starting clinical. Yeah. Um, but then once I got into it, I realized I knew all this stuff, you know, I knew this information. Um, so that's just a good reminder of what you actually know um, and being able to put into practice. Yeah. So, I mean, I've just been thinking back to when I, before I started my clinical and that same feeling where you're like, whoa, this is a completely <laughs> different world than I'm used to. People always kind of um, hype it up to be um, kind of the most pivotal moment in your, in your internship. But yeah. um, I think it's really interesting because you're in clinical now, but you didn't start out um, in clinical. Um, you were in food service. So tell us a little bit about that career shift and kind of what caused you to do that. Yeah, so I I didn't actually mean to start out in food service. Um, my goal was to start my career in clinical just because I felt like um, I had learned so many skills in my clinical rotations and I wanted to solidify them and strengthen them. Mm -hmm. um, and that's actually something an RD told me when I was in my internship is to try to get a clinical position first um, just so you can solidify those skills. Yeah. But like I said, it took me a while just to get an interview. So I kind of just took <laughs> whatever came up first. Um, and that was in food service management. I was the food service director at a K through eight school. Awesome. For about a year and a half. 
Um, and it, and it was nice, but it wasn't really what I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, so, um, in that time I was applying to clinical positions, just trying to see what I could get. And now I'm in my first clinical position since graduating. Awesome. Well, congrats. I think that's a really good lesson that like, you know, every job can be a steppy, stepping stone. You don't necessarily right. have to, once you get this first job, feel obligated to stay in it for, for years and years. Cause that's what everybody else kind of in that job, especially in food service. I know sometimes, um, people in that um, realm, I know when I was in food service, they were there for like 20 years. They'd been there 15 right. years. Like there's yeah. the, the career, um, food service management and that's what they love. But yeah, I think that's a good lesson to say, like, if you want to do something else, definitely learn from the experiences that you're having in that first job and then use it to go to your next job. So yeah, that's good. So I personally have not worked in clinical since my internship, but I feel mm -hmm. like there was always a stereotype around it kind of being an intimidating environment or a little bit more competitive. Um, talk about kind of your experience in clinical and how maybe switching careers has impacted your sense of belonging. Um, I mean, clinical can definitely be um, intense, um, but I feel like any aspect of dietetics can be intense. Like yeah. the, the food safety side of food service can like be a lot of information to yeah. handle. And um, in community, if you're working with like different food assistance programs and like eligibility requirements, things like that, that can be a lot. Um, so, I mean, it's clinical is definitely intense, but anything could be intense, honestly. Yeah, that's a good point. I think dietetics is one of those careers where you can have challenges no matter where you are. And that's kind of the, the, a good part of it. Like you're constantly pushing yourself and learning no matter if you're, like you said, community or clinical. Um, is the environment, I guess, any different or is it pretty much similar? Like you, you feel challenged, but you also feel like I know what I'm doing. Like I belong. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's pretty much the same. Awesome. I feel like maybe clinical, maybe I do feel a little bit more sense of belonging mm. um, because I think that mo well, I mean, most RDs do work in clinical. Um, so maybe it's just because like my title is actually dietitian now or um, I don't know, maybe I'm relearning things from my internship that yeah. I felt like were really important. So I do feel like a, a little bit more sense of belonging now being a clinical dietitian. Awesome. Um, so you're currently pursuing um, your credential for internationally board certified lactation consultant. What are you hoping to do um, once you get that and kind of uh, when you, what do you see yourself doing working in maternal health? Yeah, so my, my end goal is really to do um, like one-on-one -on -one counseling and nutrition education lessons um, for people. And I actually in my internship got to uh, shadow an IBCLC lactation consultant um, for a while and I was just so fascinated by it because as RDs we really focus on nutrition from like two to the end of life um, but there's so much that goes on in those first moments of life mm. um, that's still really heavily um, based on nutrition. Um, so I really just want to serve as like a resource for people um, especially women of color because um, there's a, a discrepancy between the women of color, especially black women who breastfeed, compared to white women who breastfeed. Um, so I kind of just want to fill, fill that gap a little bit. Yeah, that's really interesting. Um, so what advice would you give um, an RD or an RD-to-B who is feeling like uh, they don't belong in the dietetic career? Um, definitely if someone is worried about like that sense of belonging or whether they're fit to do this. Um, 
the reasons that we are in this field are because we care about people and we want to help them and because we love food. So we <laughs> combine all that together. Yeah. Um, so it's not like what we look like. It's not the style that we choose to wear. It's not the origin of our name. It's not anything external. Yeah. It's all like within. Um, so if someone feels like they don't belong or they're starting to worry if they're cut out for it, um, it's good to remind yourself of why you started. Um, so like cooking your favorite dish and sharing with people you love or volunteering somewhere or watching like some kind of food science documentary. Like there's a reason why you're doing what you're doing. And something I always try to keep in mind is it's not how you start, it's how you finish. You can start doing anything and then eventually end up doing uh, what you really want to do. Um, so, you know, just keep going. Remember why you started. Yeah, that's really good. And then like, kind of like you said earlier, like surround yourself with people that will keep encouraging you. And Yeah, that's very important. Support yeah. is huge. Keeping your goals in mind and kind of a mentor or community or friends or whatever that might be. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for letting us talk to you today. Um, we're going to include Janique's information and kind of where you can follow her in our show notes. Um, but yeah, thank you again so much. Thank you. I had a great time. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, provide a rating and leave a review. You can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Diversified Dietetics and check out our website, diversifiedietetics.org.